Welcome back to The Mailroom, where we interview aspiring entertainment industry professionals. I'm Steven. And I'm Tyler. And we have a guest for you today from the streaming world of entertainment. His name is Mike Brothers Jr., and he is a coordinator at Peacock TV. Peacock TV, Steven, NBC's streaming service. They saw the market heading in the direction of streaming, and they capitalized. And Mike Brothers got in early. Yep, Mike Brothers, he said, I'm a peacock, you gotta let me fly, and he hopped right on that streaming service just at its initiation. He's been there from the start. And he was also an NBC Universal page, which is essentially the mailroom of NBC. He got right in to Universal in the page program, and he is here to tell us all about it. Mike Brothers, everybody. Welcome to the mailroom. coming on today. Of course, thanks for having me. This is exciting. When you said uh, you were doing a podcast, I thought, okay, what could this possibly be? And when you mentioned the mailroom, I thought, okay, this makes sense. This seems like Steven's cup of tea, so here we happy are. to be here. Here we are. <laughs> we have me. We got Tyler. What's up? How's it going? Mike, thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> and we're here. But you didn't do the mailroom. You never you never went through the mailroom. Never had that experience. No, I did go through the page program, though, so it's, I guess you could consider it um, maybe, you know, NBC University version of the mailroom in a way which is so exciting yeah That's something that I think you know a lot of people that are in college that eventually hear about entertainment and they're like oh I want to do the page program I want to work on Saturday Night Live I want to work on the Tonight Show and here you are you did it yeah you're you're a living breathing specimen that has been through the page program and has come out on the other side in Peacock Crazy. <laughs> NBC, man. It's nuts. Yeah, well, it's funny you mentioned people having kind of that, that dream of going to the page program. The funny thing about me mm-hmm. is that I didn't even really know what the page program was until um, I graduated. I had seen, um, you know, most people watch 30 Rock, you know, Kenneth the Page. Uh-huh. It didn't really dawn on me that he was connected to a specific type of program until I noticed that one of my classmates in a marketing class that I was in um, had gotten into the page program. I saw that on LinkedIn and I thought, what is this program? Like, I always had an interest in entertainment, <laughs> but I never really understood how um, you know, in-depth it goes. And the fact that you can do four different assignments across this crazy media conglomerate um, was a pretty exciting opportunity for me. And so when I applied, I, I thought, might as well shoot my shot, see what happens, and yeah, the rest is history. So get a little taste of everything that it has to offer, you know, just like the mailroom. Yeah, just yeah, like the mailroom. Mail exactly. Yeah. It's a great really? crash course in entertainment. Yeah. You know? So I mean, how we know each other is because I interned at Universal's brand marketing department while you were the page in that department on, on the West Coast in L.A. And now here we are still connected. How many years later? Three years. Wow. Man. Three. <laughs> Isn't that crazy to think? Yeah. yeah. I remember meeting Steven. He was like, you know, I'm I'm at Temple. I'm trying to get into this entertainment thing. I, you know, like marketing, what's that all about? <laughs> I was like, let me tell you, Steven, as a seasoned page in my second assignment, uh, <laughs> let me tell you how this entertainment thing works. No, but it was it was really fun. And we, uh, yeah, we had two interns at, at the time um, in brand. And mm-hmm. I mean, that was probably one of my, my, my favorite assignments. I mean, obviously, because I got to work with you guys. Yeah, we actually were all on the same little bench. We didn't really yeah. have an official desk. We sort of had the they had these two little tables next to each other, three so. IMAX. Kind of, it was really a great, uh, yeah, kind of intern page experience there. But uh, yeah, it was really, it was an exciting time because at that point we were working on the second Jurassic World movie, a big marketing yep. campaign for that. Uh-huh. Um, and so you know, a lot of it, you know, was kind of compiling creative assets. Um, you know, I, I remember there were a couple times people would ask for like. You know, hey, can we just get some PNGs of a T-Rex? You know, that's the type of thing that was really exciting about that um, that department was, you know, they were kind of connected to, to everything um, in terms of symphony and marketing, um, you know, especially when it came to Jurassic World. That was one of our biggest priorities at the time. So it was, uh, yeah, it was an exciting opportunity to be a part of. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I yeah. think it we were there also at the time where the theme parks were converting Jurassic Park into what it is now jurassic world right so we were like throwing those pngs to different (laughs) theme parks like across the world 
for for whatever they were looking for. It was an exciting time to be there. Yeah, not to mention we. <laughs> I remember kind of the the grand opus per se of our kind of experience there was doing a, a filmmaker presentation for Steven Spielberg. Yes. And, uh, many of the filmmakers involved and producers involved, and that was probably that was the biggest thing I was probably ever a part of in the page program because you know we were kind of helping um, again gather assets for the decks, um, handle seating charts, and you know everything in between in terms of logistics and organizing everything. So, and then when the day came, you know to kind of see it all come together, and then to see kind of the showcase that they had um, created. I remember they had a lot of the um, toys, the merchandise. Um, I think even some kind of like VR games that we got to try out, which was pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was a really unique experience to be a part of. And then, uh, yeah, to see it all come together and to see ultimately our executive leadership kind of, um, you know, showcase uh, everything that we had to offer in terms of a marketing kind of engine and muscle within Universal. Um, it was really, really exciting and cool to be a part of. Yeah. I have a funny story that I remember. I don't know if you remember it, too. But when you saw Steven Spielberg, do you remember that? I, yes, I do remember that. And I remember Steven, I think, uh, was like trying to press the like elevator button so many times. He was like, how do I get down to the first floor to go run to the nearest stage to go find him? It was like, you yeah. were clamoring to go no, see where I, he was. not yeah. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to clamor. You wanted to, to see where he was. Yeah. So you're not on yeah. a first name basis with Steven Well, uh, <laughs> we're getting there now. Yeah. I, I'm yeah, but Steven. Steven Spielberg is yeah. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not to mention Dwayne Johnson's another funny story where you saw him in an elevator, yes, right? Yes, I that rode was an elevator, elevator yeah. with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. And we both had a little, like, who should leave the elevator first type of, oh. type of thing. And uh, I ended up leaving first. Yeah. He let me go. Yeah. And yeah. it was very nice. The funny story about uh, Steven, though, first name basics, I guess. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, Steven Spielberg. It, it was interesting because I remember um, it was after we had given that filmmaker presentation and they were kind of showing, um, you know, some of the filmmakers around sort of the showcase area. Mm -hmm. And I remember the morning, the morning that happened, um, one of our bosses came up and said, you know, Mike, do we have any extra batteries? And I was like, mm -hmm. batteries? Oh, it must be for the toys. And so I went around, like, talking to, you know, our, our team and seeing if I could find where these batteries were. And I got some. And, um, and I remember running over to the, to the soundstage. And then I remember seeing... This group of, you know, top tier universal marketing executives and Steven walking around. It was just them. It wasn't a big crowd. It was just mm -hmm. a, a group of probably, you know, six or seven people. And I was trying to sneak behind some of these like blow up dinosaur kind <laughs> of like dolls. One of them was kind of not so inflated. And so I figured, okay, this is probably where the batteries are going to go. Uh, <laughs> so I snuck in the batteries and I was like turning it on and it was kind of like blowing up. And then I remember Steven goes... Are those are those the Halloween uh, inflatable dinosaur? Uh, you know, Steven Spielberg. Steven, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, not your Steven. Not me. See, this is where this is where this podcast gets confusing. <laughs> Steven S, uh, not Steven A. That's Steven. But uh, <laughs> also not the ESPN Steven A. Not to be confused. Yes, a lot, a lot of yeah. A lot, a lot of confusion with the Stevens. Yeah, but Steven Spielberg Steven points Spielberg. and he goes, "Those are the inflatable dinosaur costumes." And then and then I kind of like give a little thumbs up. I was like, "Yep." Yep, they are. And then I ran out the door and that was it. <laughs> that was my experience. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was a really cool assignment, a uh, really unique experience and, and something that we got to share. Oh, yeah. And I have a little sequel to that story. I don't know if you remember, but you came back to my desk. It was me and Katie sitting there, the other intern. And you said, I just saw Steven Spielberg. And I don't know if you remember, you said again, because I think you had seen him before and I yeah, missed him. That's right. And, <laughs> this was a second time. Second and that put Stephen A over the top. Right. And I said, I got to figure it out. So yeah. I go to our Donnie, I think, in the mailroom. What was his name? Den oh, right. Denny. Yeah, Denny. Yeah, yeah. Denny. Yes. Yep. So I go, Denny. Yeah. It's like, you got to give me something. Like, you got a screwdriver? He goes, yeah, here. So I run down to the sound stage, like across the lot. And I go, like, here, like, do you need this? <laughs> and she's like, uh, to our manager. And she's like, no, no, I don't. And I was like, okay. And then there I did. I saw Steven Spielberg doing some VR Jurassic World. And he goes, ah, oh, that, was, that was fun. And I was like, wow, this guy, I, I see it. saw him in action. <laughs> and then I ran out. <laughs> it really is a true crash course in entertainment. And you do get some of those really unique experiences. Um, in my fourth assignment, I got to, to go to the Golden Globes. I was lucky enough to support our NBC photography team. Um, <laughs> and that was another pretty big highlight because at the time, um, you know, our, our photography team kind of works with um, several different kind of press outlets. Our, obviously, the PR team is, is involved in that as well. 
Um, but you know, my, my assignment was to work with one of our assigned photographers and to basically run a memory card back and forth uh, from the red carpet uh, where the step and repeat was to one of the rooms in the hotel, one of the big areas where they were kind of uploading all these photos as, as they were coming in. That's so cool. And it was really interesting, yeah, because you know, I'd, I'd like walk, walk by Bob Iger and like grab the, <laughs> like, I need that memory card. Or like the, pho- the photographer would kind of point and go, Okay, we're, we're like it's full. You need to go, and so I'd like you know toss it my way or yeah, gently hand it off, not toss it, yeah. but you know, and then I kind of run through, yeah, <laughs> run through the, the crowd there, and um, and yeah, I mean that was another kind of interesting experience, but uh, yeah, and the, the photo assignment in general was just really a, a really really interesting um, you know experience to be able to see how it kind of works and how you know um, our team basically takes thousands and thousands of photos, narrows them down works with our PR teams to, to get the best possible product out for our talent. Um, and so, yeah, that was another another crazy one. But, yeah, one of many in the page program. And what were the other two? Yeah, the other two were uh, digital distribution. So, yeah, funny story about digital distribution. So, so that team works with merchandising our content on iTunes, Amazon. Um, anytime you see, like, you know, Jurassic World, you can rent or buy. Mm. Um, they're kind of the team that's managing a lot of that, working with um, those partners to, to get our content sort of in those priority positions. That's very interesting. And so it was kind of a full circle moment when I when I went from that starting the page program that, to now in Peacock and working in more of kind of like a uh, AVOD or SVOD service as they call it, um, which is like streaming video on demand and like advertising video or advertise video on demand. And yeah, so I mean, that was kind of my first introduction to digital and, and working with that team and seeing kind of how we we, we prioritize our content across those different platforms and how we you know communicate with our, our different accounts and, and people we work with. Um, and obviously, I mean, that was my first assignment. So it was very, uh, yeah, it was, it was all very overwhelming, but it was, it was a great team. And, you mm-hmm. know, I was lucky enough to work with a lot of great teams, um, you know, while I was at NBCU. Um, but uh, I, I think my, my third assignment was, let's see, Universal Content Productions. So they're the team that actually does a lot of um, development production work for um, Sci-Fi USA and a lot of those kind of cable network shows. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, a show that they worked on on Peacock is Brave New World, which was one of our first shows when we launched. So it was cool to see kind of the production side of that. I helped um, manage some of the calendars, the production calendars for them. Um, you know, the, the typical, you know, rolling calls, mm-hmm. you know, supporting the assistants. And yeah, I mean, I, I think the common thread throughout all this was I was a part of a lot of great teams and a lot of, you know, really smart people to surround yourself with early in your career. So I was very lucky in and that. And you were thrown into yeah. the fire and clearly yeah. worked out for you. Definitely. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm still like floundering around trying to figure out, you know, how it all works <laughs> at the end of the day. But, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're working on it. <laughs> I mean, it's such an amazing experience. Like yeah. they're just throwing you around like the octopi <laughs> <laughs> of the corporate studio system and like you're seeing so much of it like digital distribution i don't even sure. think that's a whole a whole department getting your movie on 3.99 or 4.99 hd on amazon right. i wouldn't even think that's a there's a whole team right thing. there's a whole team <laughs> right right exactly and that's what i learned i was like i mean you look at the slate because oftentimes you know for the page program you get kind of a list of assignments you can choose from right mm-hmm. you kind of select your preference oh, cool. that is and cool. i mean it's amazing to see you know obviously there's development assignments production assignments digital assignments um now peacock assignments um but yeah just seeing the kind of breadth and depth of all the different kind of services and um, career paths that people take within uh, media was just kind of a shock to me. I, I didn't even realize. I mean, you know, because you think about movies, you think about, okay, you've got a writer, director, producer, you think of more of the on-set mm-hmm. world, but I think within the page program, you get really, um, you know, good experience learning about the corporate side of things and how it works behind the scenes, you know, working with those productions, but more on the corporate side. That's priceless. So, like, yeah, it's interesting. You can't ask for anything yeah. else. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's so. such a great grad school after yeah. college to to do that and i a lot of people say that if the page program they want you to stay like that's a great yeah. right entry level into the whole universal world system right yeah right? Yeah. Isn't it right yeah a way that i kind of explain it to people is that um think of taking like an internship and multiplying it by four right mm-hmm. you're basically getting four internships across one company I mean, that's invaluable in terms of the network that you're building. Mm -hmm. I think that was one of the most beneficial things for me was not only getting to meet other pages, uh, interacting with people who kind of worked in different sectors of the company, but also, you know, uh, having bosses who, you know, worked in areas that I wanted to learn more about, like, you know, brand marketing, like digital, right? And getting to talk with those people and kind of pick their brains and learn as much as I could. Um, I think the other great thing, you know, I, I know it's another plug for NBC Universal, but... 
I, I mean, I think it's a great company in a lot of ways because our leadership is, you know, very transparent, very open to talking with people. You know, like I got informationals with folks in each of my kind of assignments. Um, and I, you know, I learned a lot from people who were kind of at that upper level, some of whom were actually pages at one point, which was mm -hmm. another cool thing to see. Um, so I think, you know, that level of transparency, openness, and just willingness to, you know, talk with people, get to know them, um, you know, even someone, you know, completely green and, and new to the company like myself um, was, you know, was great early on. It goes a long way. And I'm sure you guys feel it now, too, where you think about, you know, people coming out of college, right, especially in the COVID world that we're in now. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you probably feel like, man, it was hard enough for me to kind of like break into this industry. Can't imagine what it's like in the competitive <laughs> world now, you know, yeah. it's like how many college students are trying to fight it out to get these kind of positions. And so I think, you know, for all yeah. of us, it's, it's a, you know, it's a good kind of, you know, opportunity to, to, to pay, pay it back a little bit, right? And, yes. and start to think about ways that we can kind of become mentors and, and help kind of the next generation of people trying to break into the industry. So, you know, obviously for those interested in the page program, I think, um, you know, I'm always, I, I'm, I'm afraid to say it, but I'm, my door's always open. If you do, if you do want to reach out, feel free. Uh, I'm sure I'll get, you know, a couple LinkedIn requests after this, but um, no, I, I think, you know, Obviously, I, th I think we all, you know, should really try and uh, you know, to help each other out, you know, because I think Certainly. we all had to have a couple lucky breaks along the way. Um, just get one or two good opportunities, a good internship, a page program, whatever, um, to kind of break in. So I think, you know, it's it's a chance to, to do that for others, too. And was there anybody that helped you get into the page program or were you just on your own and your resume did the trick for you? I wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, no, I, I do think, um, you know, like I, I mentioned, my classmate. Uh, he was the one. She, so, uh, yeah, she. She, she had. Um, yeah, she was, I think, in her second or third assignment. She gave me a good perspective on you know, what the page program was and what it wasn't too, just mm -hmm. so I understood going in. I think, um, you know, she really did kind of help um, me as I was kind of applying, you know, to, to sort of think about like how, you know, even though I didn't have a ton of um, entertainment experience going into it, I had interned at uh, 710 ESPN, which was a, a sports radio station up in Seattle. But I think aside from that, I worked at Costco for a little bit. So really, my entertainment experience was pretty limited. And I had to kind of think of creative ways well, to... Well, Costco yeah. counts. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. Yeah, yeah. It's a great company. I, yeah. yeah. If you want me to plug Costco, I'm happy to do that, too. Because, like, listen, they got they got pretty good deals on some stuff. The so, TV scripted department in hey, Costco. you know what? Right? Yeah. Let's, shh, that's, a, that's a secret. It's a secret. Of, yeah, yeah. They have their own. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Small department in, like, a corner, yeah, that they're, like, trying to cultivate. So if you see Costco... Costco Plus come out soon. You'll <laughs> know. You heard it here first on the mailroom. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I mean, you know, she was she was really beneficial, very helpful, very um, you know. She she had a lot of great advice to kind of give me early on in the process um, as I was kind of going through the different stages. I mean, to be honest, I thought you know the second uh, this is where a lot of people. Um, I think, you know, feel like, oh my gosh, I definitely blew it was, um, it was, it's a second, um, sort of, uh, the second stage of the, uh, of the interview process where you do a video interview. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is they have, um, kind of questions come up on the screen uh -huh. and you don't have another person on the other end. So you're kind of talking to yourself into the computer oh. and yeah, it, it was, it was intense. Ugh. And I thought, oh, there's no way there is no way I was the most awkward person you'll ever, you know, hear. I'm sure when they were watching those videos, they were like, "Yeah, this is <laughs> this is common across the board." But um, yeah, I mean, after you after you do your first round application, you do that, and I thought after that, I was, you know, there's no way, and you know. Luckily enough, I made it to the final round, which is the panel, um, and then you know that I was lucky enough for that to work out. But again, along the way, you know, it was really helpful to have someone who had done it before and who could right. you know help to to describe sort of you know what the process looked like and how best to navigate it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I can't take all the credit. I think my my philosophy, at least, you know, with anybody starting out in this industry, is like. You always need some help along the way. You know, you, I, I feel like, you know, a lot of people scratch and claw to get in this industry. But, you know, again, sometimes it, it just takes, a, you know, a helping hand or two to, to guide you along the way. 100%. Yeah. I want to go back to that video interview for a second. <laughs> have you ever had to do that? I haven't, no. Um, I, I applied for an internship at Universal, I think, in 2019 after the summer we did it. And I had to do one of those video interviews. It's... <laughs> the, it's <laughs> The most awkward thing. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not alone. It's, <laughs> they pop up and then you answer the the question and then you get to watch the video back and you oh. it's like up to you whether you're like should I redo this? You do get what I think right. it's like one try or something yeah. like that. And you're you're like, like wait, I can redo uh, this and it might be better or or, or it might be so much worse. <laughs> so you just have to like make the choice yeah. and you're like should I do it again or should I just like forget maybe about it? maybe they just pull those together and during happy 
yeah, where they go and just watch them and laugh at all the all the maybe right. Maybe they just take the bad takes. Yeah, and they're like, right. oh, this is actually what we're gonna use. You we're know, gonna use this stuff <laughs> to make a television show. <laughs> right, right. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A reality <laughs> TV show about page interviews. Yeah. That's a good idea. I'm gonna write that. Down. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pitch it somewhere. Yeah. No. It was. Uh, it was interesting. It was a unique experience. But I mean, I feel like everybody struggles on those things just because the nature of it is so. You yeah. know. It's 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 rough, but you know, hey, I mean, it's also a test, right? It's to yes. you know get I, you to see like, hey, can you handle this pressure well? Yeah. You know, can you handle talking to a robot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah basically, in the mirror. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I remember I tried to get my like my setup all right. You know, I was like, in my kitchen and I, yeah, sticky notes everywhere. It was, it was a whole thing. So yeah, yeah. I think another reality show. If you want to extend that, you can actually have a camera like in the background showing how it all comes together. Like you know, I mean, look polished, but like behind the scenes. I, for, chaos. I, I forget what they. I feel like they they give you some amount of time to look at the question, right? They don't I think so. I don't yeah. think they give it to you all before the interview starts, but they give you like you have like a minute to think about your answer or something like that. Yeah, it's, you know, I know it's changed. The whole process has changed a lot since I was in the program. But yeah, I think when I was there, it, it, there might have been like a time period where you could review or something. But yeah, it was uh, even then. It was still, it was still, uh, yeah, it was, it was a unique experience. I don't but. think I made it past that. <laughs> <laughs> Steven didn't make the cut, but, but you'll make the reality show, so it all works yeah, out. Yeah, as long as you get the reality show going, yeah, right? At least yeah. something good came out. That's goal right. right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so what I want to know now is how you go from being in the page program to working for Peacock. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a crazy transition. It's yeah. a little random. But um, I mean, Peacock really was, was coming into its own, I'd say probably 2019 was kind of when the, the momentum was really started on it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as the hiring um, was kind of initially kicked off, they were hiring a Peacock coordinator for sort of the West Coast, right? Um, because they needed somebody to support a lot of our onboarding and, and, you know, getting people, you know, obviously we have to build a huge team on the West Coast for several different groups like marketing analytics and, and you know, growth marketing as well right. as editorial, the team that um, I primarily support. And um, and so they needed kind of a coordinator to wrangle all this, you know, buy you think about just the logistics of onboarding someone, getting a new hire on, you know, you need to get them your computer, you know, your monitor, all that, you know, cell phone, all that kind of stuff. And so that was kind of the, the core of it. And I think, um, you know, not knowing 100% what happened behind the scenes in the hiring process, I think Something that, you know, the page program really helped with was most likely the fact that I, I kind of had to pivot into a new assignment, you know, every, what was it, three months or so. Um, and so I think just being able to kind of think on the fly, um, you know, work in kind of a dynamic, fast-paced environment where things are constantly changing, um, I think that, you know, was pretty well suited for Peacock. And then also, you know, having worked in talent development a little bit before that, um, I did about seven or eight months working um, with that group. Um, yeah, I, th I think they saw that and, and thought, okay, you know, for at least in terms of onboarding, you know, they're the, they're the team doing, you know, new hire orientation, all that sort of thing. So, so funny, you've done yeah. everything. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I've been around the block. I'm I'm old. If you guys can't tell, no. <laughs> you took the page program to a completely new level. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Every actually, corner. Of the actually, industry. 54 years old. Believe it or not. Um, you guys can't see him. But you can't you can see hear right. Him. It's yeah. I have a long gray beard and it uh, it's getting in the show way. In the voice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, yeah. So I don't know. It was that's all that to say. Like my experience has been like anything but linear. I think that's one thing. Um, you know, for anybody who's trying to break into the industry, something that I've kind of learned, and and you know, obviously it depends on the person. But I think a lot of times people's career paths are anything but linear. You know, like I mean, I worked in talent development, I worked in brand marketing for a bit. You know, Universal Pictures, um, and you know, eventually ended up in streaming. Um, and so I think. You know, a lot of times what you can do, um, you know, no matter what kind of your first gig is, maybe out of college or, you know, PAing, working in the mailroom, perhaps, um, you know, just do the best you can with, with the tasks that you're assigned. I think that was something that, you know, I tried to kind of stick to throughout the process, um, you know, knowing that, you know, even if it was the most remedial task, if I did that task, you know, um, as best I could, you know, at least it would show people, my bosses, the people who were in charge that, you know, that I could do it and I could be trusted with more. So... Um, yeah, so I think you know with Peacock, it's uh, it was it was a cool experience because starting out, I was I think with the fourth member of our uh, editorial group, and now we've ballooned up to nearly 100 people. It's been a really unique experience. Um, again, when I started, that was 
was about uh, December of 2019, and so that was pre-pandemic days. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So I did have a period. I think it was a couple months where you know we hired a couple people onto the team, got to know folks. Like we were on a, a fairly empty floor, so it was a pretty pretty interesting uh, time. You know, um, just sort of early on and building out this app and building out a team and thinking about you know sort of where things were headed. Um, and then suddenly, yeah, pandemic hits and we're all at home and suddenly, you know, we're still hiring people and still trying to, you know, make this work and stay on time with launching the app in, um, in June. And, and so I think, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was a very unique experience and something that I don't think I'll ever forget. Something I want to commend you on though, like I know there's a little bit of a time difference between when you did the page program in 2018 and then you got the job for, uh, Peacock in late 2019. Yeah. So like, I just commend you for just sticking it out with Universal and like trusting that they would eventually give you the job that you wanted. Because like, like in that meantime, you're just thrown around to talent development or other different departments like that. So commend you for not being like, oh, like I don't know if this is ever going to lead to something. Like I'll yeah. start over somewhere else. Like yeah, you stuck it out and you ended up getting to a very yeah. good position yeah no i appreciate that and i think you know it, it is a situation where you know near the end of the page program um they have these these uh positions called second year trainees we kind of stay on still as sort of page status within the company um mm -hmm. but still you know continue on do sort of interim gigs um you know shorter term uh gigs with different groups within the company and i said okay cool this is a good opportunity to stay on and still maybe search for full-time you know permanent opportunities and so um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it goes back to just being open. I think, you know, early on in your career, your first job, people say it a million times, your first job's not your last. And I think, you know, early on in, in my process, I had to be a little bit flexible um, and just kind of see, you know, where the opportunities were. And I mean, Peacock, the timing just happened to work out right, where, you know, right as they were hiring a coordinator for the West Coast, you know, I, I was looking. So I think uh, I was lucky in that aspect, but it was good that I was at least able to stay within the company and kind of be within the ecosystem still rather than kind of, you know, being doing something else um, in, the, in the meantime. So yeah, yeah. So, it worked out. so your end goal is yeah. not to be an NBC page. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did apply for the New York program now, so I'm going to be moving to New York next yeah. month. No, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we may go back now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had to say right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On this podcast. If you had to say right now. What are your aspirations? What would you like yeah. to do with the experience you have under your belt now? Yeah, it's a good, it's a really good question. I mean, I think for me, I, I do like the corporate side of things. I think I've learned that maybe freelance isn't for me just through the page program experience. You know, seeing that side of the world, I think obviously people, you know, want to go that path, become you know writers, assistants, writers, directors. I think for me, I, I really have kind of grown passionate about um, seeing sort of the back end work that goes into you know what we do as a business. Mm -hmm. um, I think you know for me, just generally speaking, I think streaming is an exciting space. It's so dynamic and changing constantly. Where I think that. Yeah, it's it's an interesting realm. I mean, I, I think you know for me growing up, like I, I was a big fan of of just movies. I loved going to the theater. Just that experience was so unique. Right. And I I, I, I now <laughs> like, I'm a part of this entity that's like just just. <laughs> wreaking havoc on everything so this childhood dream and like squash like, but uh <laughs> we're uh yeah no, we're, we're, we're changing the changing the uh you know the, the the distribution models that's all it is you know but uh no no it's interesting i mean i think like <laughs> you know having you know having original movies having universal pictures films now you know Shameless plug for Halloween Kills. Go watch um, on Peacock or in the theaters if you want. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, you know, I think it, I think it's interesting because with streaming, you know, I, I'm also a big sports fan. So mm -hmm. you know, you can take sports, you can take movies, you can take current TV, um, you know, an original series and all that, and kind of you know combine them together into this this platform. Um, oh, Peacock. On Peacock. Peacock's doing that better than anybody. Well, they? yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> they got the Olympics. They got yeah, Sunday yeah, Night yeah. Football. We're diversified. We're <laughs> diversified. You know, we got, a, we got a good offering. But I think for me, it's exciting because, yeah, Sunday Night Football, you mentioned it. I mean, that you know, that's cool. I, I think, you know, having that partnership with NBC and being able to have a lot of our their current season shows um, mm -hmm. as well as, you know, sports content, I think for me, you know, combines a lot of those entities that I'm passionate about. 
um, brings them all together in, in one package. And so, you know, yep. so that's where I, I think in the future, I'd like to see myself go that route. I mean, I think entertainment in general is such a cool space. You know, I'm just, I'm thankful to be in this, in this space right now. And so we'll see where the future, you know, has, I mean, honestly, if you told me when I started the page program, like I'd be working in streaming, I'd be like, well, what do you mean? Like, am I going to Netflix? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, Peacock. What, like, what on earth is that? You know? And I mean, it didn't even exist. Right. So, and you know, when you joined, yeah. it wasn't even out yet. Right. Yeah. No, it wasn't even out. I mean, we, uh, we launched in, in 2020 actually. Yeah. Mid 2020 in the summer months there. So it's like yeah. a six month gap. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. When so, you started. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we were kind of building this thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, partially in a pandemic too, which is pretty crazy to think about. Um, so we had to kind of like, do part of this in the office, then, you know, transition to working from home and also launch an app, basically, at the same, all in the same time. It's, it's streaming, like, really creeps up on, like, I can't even remember now, like, there was a time before where there wasn't a Disney Plus or an HBO Max. Sure, yeah. Or, <laughs> there was you know, pay-per-view. Pay-per-view, <laughs> On demand. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. But, but yeah. Like, yeah. Literally, yeah. literally, Disney Plus, like, didn't exist a year or two years ago, and I now I right. see it's, it all the time. It's crazy also <laughs> because Max. you think the landscape's always changing, and it's crazy that you were there six months before the pandemic hit. The pandemic, in my opinion was an enzyme. It, it created an even more of a demand for streaming because yeah. now everybody's at home. Yeah, right. People yeah. can't go to the movies. Yeah. So now all these companies are like, man, we need a streaming service now. Right. So right. everybody's just pouring content into these streaming services. So yeah. it's a great time to be and, part yeah, of it. Right in the thick of it. It, it you're, is you're really, really in the thick of it. And you got into it. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, to your point, right, you're seeing trends really accelerate. Like I think all these things, I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, with the success of a lot of these streaming services, it's in huge part due to the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people are at home, you know, watching more content on their TVs. And, you know, we've had to basically shrink those theatrical windows or in some cases do day and date where you, you know, basically put your movie um, on your streaming services at the same time as you're putting in theaters. And so that breaks that's something I know. Yeah, that breaks I, mean, my heart. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, I'd be interested to hear your guys' thoughts too on where, you know, the theatrical sort of experience is headed um, because obviously it's changed so much in the past it's year. such a but, conversation. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, don't know. I mean, yeah. I've seen... What What have I seen in the... What, we've seen two... I've seen... We saw The Green Knight together, me and okay. Tyler. Yeah. And in theaters. Didn't need to see that in theaters. So. <laughs> but... <laughs> there's always a Titan, though. That's when you need to say that. No, Titan? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. What is that? Is that uh, Focus? Did Focus uh, buy that? Is that what you know? I'm not sure. I think that may be a neon film it's or something. I've just heard a lot about it. I wasn't sure if you guys won, had seen it. It won the Palm d'Or. That's all I, I, I know. I've heard it's, uh, it's, a, it's a unique experience. So, <laughs> it's very, a lot of body horror. Yeah, this, a lot of, yeah. this is a time where it would be beneficial yeah. for Ross to have been on the podcast. But we watched... <laughs> we watched... Uh, yeah. Raw together, which is right. her. Right. I, I forget her name, but yeah. she, yeah. Uh, the, the who made Titan right. made Raw before, right. and it was sickening. It was yeah. Yeah. terrible, and that's what I've heard. Titan is pretty much. So, <laughs> yeah. Both sound, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both sound, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Enough said. Enough said. So, so, yeah. Do I need to see that in theaters? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> with that being said though there yeah. are a lot of reasons to still go to the theaters and I don't know yeah. if it's because we grew up going to the theaters and like I don't know for me action movies and theaters nothing beats a Dolby like atmosphere like yeah. just being there yeah. with other people seeing a movie for the first time we're, we're really excited for Dune to come out oh yeah, yeah. and you know there's some releases <laughs> but it's yeah. too easy everybody yeah. has a smart TV now everybody has streaming services yeah. who's to say you can't just watch a movie and, and not spend the money to go out and I didn't go to the movie theaters. I'll tell you what, I'll go to the movie to see the new Batman movie. Mm. When that comes out, I'll be in theaters for that. Steven's first at the door. <laughs> but I don't know. And anything, I saw Shang-Chi in theaters. I I was like, I didn't need to see this in theaters. Uh, another one. Like, I can wait. I can wait for Disney Plus and, and spend less money and not. Yeah. It's, a whole, it's a whole event. I gotta go. I gotta sit down for a while but that's why I like it <laughs> yeah. that is why I like it yeah. because yeah. of that like, <laughs> this is so interesting I love this dynamic right now I, I feel like I should be interviewing you guys right now I want to hear it like yeah. James, you're the interviewer no 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 no. trust me let's Take switch this podcast. up this is fascinating yeah, I'm like both I see both perspectives yeah totally yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's just so interesting because we, like you could take you take someone out on a date to the movies or you mm -hmm. go with your friends yeah. and it's an event and you're yeah. there and you're with other people seeing something for the first time and you get to see everybody's reactions but now you just watch it here you go online you read what people say Some, it, it makes me forget about movies a lot easier in my opinion that's fair yeah I there's there are definitely some 
Like, I'll say Avengers Infinity War, when I saw that in oh, theaters, yeah. I, I had so much fun. Yeah. And there was a time before in L.A. where I went to see 8th grade in theaters, and I saw, and Bo Burnham came and spoke after it. And so experiences like that, like, I will always be like, please, like, give me more. Yeah. I, I want that. But, yeah. you know, if I'm not... I, if I'm not getting that like full-on eventized experience, like then I'm also very fine with watching a movie at home with close family and friends, or just by myself before bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's interesting. Well, I remember. I think we were actually having a conversation when you were an intern. I think yeah. it might have been a project you were working on or something. How do we I think that the task was like? How do we actually get people to come to the theaters to do this? And <laughs> yes. I think you were saying like. You know, you need to have some sort of, like, exhibit or things, you know, people can experience when they're in a theater. Yeah, I so, think, yeah. I, I'll tell you what it was for when we did a, we did our cross-divisional projects at right. the end. the intern project. Yes, and yeah. I had the uh, opportunity to present Detective Pikachu's marketing plan to about 60 universal executives. But at the time... Detective Pikachu, when I was handed the project, was a part of the Universal Slate, and then Warner Brothers bought it, so they didn't even really care about anything I was saying. But I pitched an in-theater escape room. That was my big my big pitch <laughs> to get people into the movies. And I just thought, oh, like if you make more things to do at the movies, maybe people will like it more. So mailroom listeners, you're hearing that now in theater escape room if ever happens you heard it here first and you know where it's coming from Bandersnatch was a good try at, at trying to make things more interactive not, yes, that, not that it was in the theaters you have to be at home for that but let's say a movie theater actually implements a clicker or something like that I don't really even see that being that effective yeah. I don't think people would be like I'm gonna go to the movie theater so I can interact with the movie in person yeah you know? I mean, maybe. What if, and what if everyone like? We have to like, do something a, so. It's cool. like Kahoot, you know. Kahoot. <laughs> yeah. It's like whoever you get the four little boxes, yeah, and then like, whatever one the majority <laughs> picks, like that's the that's the choice right. you make. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah, Netflix I mean, horror, especially like I think if you had like Halloween Kills, like where should she run, you know, or like what weapon should she? Yeah, and everyone votes. Yeah, that could be kind of fun. Yeah, I can see it. I would. I don't hate that. Yeah, I'm behind you it. Know? It'd have to be a timer though. People are way too. Excited. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be like 15 right. seconds. <laughs> or so the mom goes to the bathroom or something, comes back, and she's like, "Oh, I didn't want to vote for yeah. the, it, the auto voting. Then what are you want to talk? This isn't is fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to go yeah. this yeah. way. Right. If only I voted. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. I, I didn't get what I wanted. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Then everybody and complains. Are freaking Fires out. Fires remorse. remorse. Hot <laughs> everywhere. Coca Cola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the intro AMC video where the guy like throws popcorn everywhere, but like out of anger because they didn't get what they wanted. Yeah, I like this. I could see this happening. Yeah. Netflix, if you ever make a theater, this is what you should do. Or, or NBC, maybe. Hey, you, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. you heard it again. You heard it here first on the mailroom. Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I think it's true, though. It's interesting to think about because, like, to your point, right? I mean, you go to a theater for the communal experience. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, you can get a group together at home and watch on a TV, but I mean, there's something to be said about being like in a just giant kind of theater space. You know, in a dark surround sound, all that kind of working together. Um, and then having people's reaction too. I mean, especially for like horror, I think, and maybe comedy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's fun to kind of feel that energy, you know, it's sort of like going to a sporting event, right? Like, I mean, you saw last year, no people in the crowds, like the energy was so different, you know, it oh, just yeah. didn't have the same feel to it. And for some, to some extent, you know, when you go to a movie, I feel like having that audience can, can really change the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, I mean, I, something that I've thought about more often is, you know, you think of a family of four going to a theater, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine, like, yeah. that's pretty expensive, like, right. to, to pay for tickets for each, you know, for thing. both your kids, and then, you know, also get concessions. Like, I mean, that can add up to, like, a $100 experience that's, at the end of the that's day, That's six right? months of a streaming service right Right, there. yeah, see, exactly. And so they then, make it too easy. Yeah, so it's, like, it's almost <laughs> right. a financial thing. Like yeah. And you've got <laughs> Disney Plus at home, right? So, you know, you're like, I can watch Shang-Chi for, you know, for 20 bucks or whatever, right? you know? So. And, or I could go to the movies and spend $20 a person. Right, exactly. <laughs> so it's almost like families are going to start thinking about, okay, well, what just makes the most sense for me? And, you know, it, right. it may come down to that, too. So. That, and that's why... Like, they're just making it such a 
special event. Like you go to the theater, like you're going out in the town, you're spending, like you got to do more than just go to the movies to get right. the bang for your buck. Right. So right. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah. What, what else is there to do besides go to a movie? You got to right. eat some theaters. Food. Yeah. Gotta, yeah. Gotta compensate. It's also interesting to think about that same argument within the context of streaming services, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, the, what's kind of the next phase of streaming? And Such it's something that something to consider because you know, you think about Amazon, you think about Apple TV, you know, Apple TV has like gaming now, you know, they have other kind of services that they're providing. Amazon obviously has, you know, delivery, shipping, a million other things that they're providing. Um, Amazon Fresh now too. So it's kind of like, you know, what, what are these streamers going to tack on to their services that are going to almost differentiate them or add to that kind of value proposition, right? You know, at this something point, think about. it's definitely the content. Yeah. You, you go to yeah. one streaming service right. to watch... Yeah. your show or yeah. your movie and, yeah. and yeah. it had the content that they're putting in has to be good otherwise they're not going to be able to compete I have Peacock for The Office sure. no other reason oh interesting because that That's is where good, yeah. I can watch it sure yeah, yeah. Um, and I like The Office a lot yeah um, it is free but with ads so sure. I don't I don't like ads so yeah. I will pay sure. more to, to get rid of the ads <laughs> Uh, that's just where my value system Nine ninety nine. You can get the premium plus. That's yeah. what I have to do. I, I will say, um, Peacock probably is having a lot of the same problems that HBO Max had as well in the beginning, and then, but Disney Plus was able to uh, supersede because everybody knows the Disney brands, but like as you mentioned. Nobody really knows all the brands that Universal owns. Right. Like you don't watch a movie. The average person doesn't watch. A movie and go oh yeah that's a universal movie oh yeah that's a warner brothers movie you sure. do that for disney you do that for yeah probably just disney yeah oh this is a sony movie oh sure. this is a paramount movie. Yeah. people don't know people yeah. don't know that yeah. mission Impossible is paramount i wouldn't i wouldn't know that people sure. know that jurassic sure. park is yeah. universal park, maybe yeah. because of the theme parks but still so yeah it's a lot. It's tough to be like, oh, I need to subscribe to Peacock because of all this these things they offer. When you don't really just know off the top of your head what they're offering, it's probably a lot of the same problems Paramount Pluses have. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really know. Are people happy at Peacock saying like, whoa, we're doing a good job. We're getting the subscribers we want, or is it more like, yeah, we're doing okay? What's the consensus? I think at the end of the day, you know, um, with any streaming service right now, this is going to be my political answer, but (laughs) you have to have the long game in mind, right? Uh Because I think everybody's kind of running this rat race at this point. Yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah, it's a political answer. It's a yes or no question. There's there's certain certain things, you know, for the mailroom's sake, uh, I can't divulge, but, uh, you know, (laughs) but... uh, No, but I think, you know, with all these streaming services, right, you make a good point. They're trying to establish a brand. They're trying to, you know, because I think especially for young kids nowadays, right, like, I don't think they they know what all these brands are because, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. they didn't grow up on cable. Maybe they don't know um, necessarily that Kardashians was an e-show. Maybe they do, right? Maybe, I mean, I think there are... All, I think all of our brands are still very strong, but I think you know when you're when you're putting it as Peacock, right? Like, what what does that entail? What you know what goes into that? So I think um, you know moving forward, it's about creating. I think you know Netflix obviously has done a great job of this. Netflix originals, right? Like you know um, you know what's on there, you know what you're getting, oh, and yeah. I think um, you know making that uh, proposition continue to become more and more clear with Peacock is going to be uh, you know a big thing for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in ter- <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah. I mean, but but written, my original point was that you know. It's a marathon. It's a, it's a long game that we're trying to play here. I think, like, you know, a, a, an interesting analogy that kind of I think about to put things into perspective sometimes is, like, think about, like, if you were there when, like, NBC was first, like, founded or, mm-hmm. like, these big kind of networks were founded, right? And, like, imagine how it was back then. But, like, we're kind of, like, in that new stage. This is, like, the new evolution of, like, television, whatever you want to call it, entertainment, right? So... You know, we're kind of at that at that stage where like this is the starting line. How do we position ourselves the best way to be like 30, 40 years down the road, have people talk about us the way people talk about NBC, you know, now, right? right. Like when it was launched however many years ago. You know, so I think um and, and to to be fair, like I think there's gonna be, you know, several winners in this game, right? Like I right. think a lot of People are kind of making it out to be this sort of, yeah, again, like rat race where, you know, you're going to have a couple people at the top and that's true. I mean, I think you're going to have market leaders, but, you know, I think there's, 
it's it's a space where you know we're we're in it now, and we, we can continue to keep growing, keep scaling, um, and doing what we you know do the best we can to to continue to amplify our brand. So. Mm-hmm. My political answer. Yeah. That's a good political answer. <laughs> I would say HBO yeah. Max probably had a lot of success from those trending series. Like, everyone yeah. was like, hashtag White Lotus, hashtag right. The Undoing, and that probably helped a lot. Yeah. And when has Peacock had anything like that? I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned The Office. The Office right. is very the popular. Office is, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I want to say like... about, yeah, I mean, one thing I'll say about HBO is that, you know, some people like forget, like, it also, I mean, they they transitioned a lot of their sus- subscribers over mm-hmm. from people who subs- used to right. subscribe to HBO. Uh, I think it was Go, like some of their other apps. Yes, they already would, had the right, foundation. and they had the foundation, right? So I think you know we are to some extent starting from scratch. I mean, you can make the argument like Disney and, and Hulu were kind of you know working on this and really planning this uh, you know pretty well in advance. And again, Disney had all their content starting out. Um, so you know I think we're we're you know getting into it, right? Like we're only a year into this. Um, right. I would say, I mean, I think, you know, um, in terms of, you know, general kind of uh, popularity, I mean, I think, you know, Dr. Death has gotten a lot of, you know, good reviews so far. I think that's been, that's been a really popular show. It's based um, on the podcast. Yeah, right? based on the podcast. That's right. There's also love um, the Undactor. Yes, we love podcasts <laughs> around here on the mailroom. Uh, <laughs> in, in case we forgot, we are, you are listening to the mailroom. the podcast. Uh, <laughs> this, this here is a podcast. In case, uh, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, like you know, I think at the end of the day, yeah, Doctor Death is is a good one. Uh, I would recommend people go and watch if you haven't already. Um, I think that's a popular one. The Office. We do have super fan episodes of The Office, which if you're a fan, you know, go and watch <laughs> The Office. You know, yeah, and all yes. of our original series. I think you should go check them out. I mean, I think they're worth they're worth watching. Rutherford Falls is actually a really fun show that I've enjoyed. Um, it's with uh, Ed Helms, mm. another Mike Schur comedy. Um, oh, well, we yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a fun one. I think it's a good one. Um, you know, I think a lot of our content is uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's entertaining, so go watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as yeah. it should be. Yeah. I mean, it'll 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 happen. Yeah. I subscribe. I mean, it's the, awesome. I can be as cynical as I want, but here I am paying <laughs> my money. So, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah how, how many times do I watch The Office? Honestly, not that often. Hey, but here enough I am. to get you to subscribe. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. There might a, my, a month might go by where yeah. it is a waste of a month. But it's okay. <laughs> It's all right. We've got a lot of great short form content you could watch. I will say I subscribe to uh, Peacock. I don't subscribe to Paramount Plus. Okay. There you go. Look at that. Yeah. I'm not not giving them my money. (laughs) Magic to his ears right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Next week we'll have a Paramount Plus person on for them to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, what's interesting is we're doing an international strategy with uh, Viacom, actually, where we're we're kind of partnering with them to release a service with uh, Peacock content and Paramount Plus content, actually. Combined. Yeah, combined in some uh, other countries. So that's part of our international strategy. Hopefully they won't hurt you. Yeah. No, well, no, I mean, it's, hopefully it's, that's a beneficial. Yeah, it's a joint venture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it should be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be exciting to see how it goes. I mean, you know, international is another big part of it too, where you know we're constantly trying to think about what's next there, and all the streamers are kind of getting into that space. So you know, it's good. Yeah, that it seems like a lot of opportunity. You're right in the yeah. the middle of it. Yeah. Do you like you like you like seeing all of it conspire around you? Or do you have any any uh, say in these decisions that are being made? Beyond my pay grade, but uh, no, I think I mean you know the cool part about working at Peacock, which I really love, is is you know I think any love love of the company, you know there is kind of this layer of transparency because oh, we are really nice. sort of this innovative tech sort of function within a broader entertainment conglomerate right mm-hmm. and so we're um the way we do things is you know we're, we're we are have to be a bit more nimble you know than maybe um you know some other groups and and so i think you know with that in mind obviously you know people at different layers of the company different levels of the company um you know can have feedback and, and think about you know because obviously it's such a dynamic ever-changing sort of entity like we you know i think feedback is always mm-hmm. kind of a big thing that i think we all have to uh, rely on otherwise you're going to get stagnant and i think you know you could fall behind so i think you kind of have to to foster that sort of brain trust within uh within our group and i think peacock does a great job of that so yeah, yeah. I mean, I also brought the office. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, were, you were the no, one who no, said no, Netflix. No, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, in, the, in the negotiating room. No, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. So. If, the, if there's one last thing, yeah. I, I feel like I, if we didn't even really cover it, but 
What do you do every day? Did we talk about that? Oh yeah, no, I don't. Think, I don't know if we even mentioned that. We got the big picture stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's a good. It's a good question. I mean, it, it really varies. This is probably yeah, such a standard answer. It varies every day. I think um, I'll give you an example of one of the projects that kind of my uh, that I'm working on with uh, sort of our creative editorial team. So actually, maybe I should take a step back and talk about sort of what my the team that I support does. That might be helpful. So help. yeah, yeah, that would yeah. help. Yeah. <laughs> so great. I support um, our editorial team here at Peacock. So you know. Uh, a fun way of thinking of it is, you know, say say you run a supermarket, right? You've got to figure out where you're going to put the milk, where you're going to put the rice, where you're going to put the cookies, right? And for us, we're kind of those people, but like instead of milk, we've got the office. Instead of rice, we've got Dr. Death. Instead of, you know, cookies, we've got Premier League content. Um, so like our job as an editorial team is to figure out the optimal way of um, promoting all of our content on, on the app. Wow. And that's a 24-7 kind of operation. Um, things are constantly changing, um, you know, especially also having news on the platform too is a big part of it because, mm-hmm. you know, say, you know, someone unfortunately passes away, right? Like, you know, we can think about ways editorially to, um, you know, to obviously, you know, within news kind of promote, um, you know, news stories about them, you know, um, memoriam kind of things and also, you know, just broader, um, you know, editorial strategy decisions that we can make. Um, and, so I think it's 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 a really interesting blend for me um, with sort of data, looking at you know getting in the weeds of data with mm-hmm. how things are performing, and also sort of um, you know creativity in general. I think our team, uh, a couple of fun examples of this um, earlier, I think it was in 2020. We did uh, we noticed we had a lot of Nicolas Cage content, so we decided why don't we put together like a Nicolas Cage rail um, and just highlight you know all of his all of his you know all the movies on our on our platform and so you know we did that and, and that helped to to boost uh, you know performance for a lot of those shows and so you know I think um, yeah it, it, those are sort of the the levers that kind of we can pull as an editorial team to to uh, you know influence viewership so it's it's really interesting um, and so for me one one thing that I'm kind of helping to support um, is kind of the tagging process. So, um, you know, for the more like this section, if you go to uh, what we call a PDP, which is kind of like a product display page, you can click in and you'll see kind of a more like this section. A lot of the, uh, those kind of recommendations are obviously based on kind of like an algorithm or like tags. And so, um, you know, so our team has to figure out kind of what the right array of tags are to, to recommend content that oh, we think cool. best. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's kind of interesting. So, you know, if we've got a, a true crime show, right, like how do we figure out ways to promote, um, you know, other true crime shows or, you know, think about obviously popularity and other kind of components to really optimize the experience for people. So that's one of the things that kind of I'm helping to do, um, you know, with tagging and thinking about that. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's another level we can pull. Awesome. So. That is, that's great. That's yeah. really creative, I think. It's I, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so are you part of more the not to, to be blunt, yeah. I guess, the, sure. the grunt work that does it, or, or do you also have the opportunity to be, like, identifying similarities and pitching it to your higher-ups? Both. Yeah, I would, say it's a, I would say it's a combination because, like, I mean, it is... Um, it, I mean, again, with the data, that's very objective, right? But, mm-hmm. like, when you're thinking about it creatively, um, there's a subjective piece to it, you know, because the data may tell you one thing, but, you know, you, you think about this content and really what, you know, sort of the, the guts of it, right? And, and that it may differ a little bit. So you've got to kind of take both. And then, yeah, I mean, from my perspective, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I, I talk with our team and kind of figure out, you know, what the best approach is, what the best strategy is. Um, a really fun thing, too, you know, part of our team also does design work. We have some great designers. They're, they're the best, like, um, and, uh, and they, you know, we think of some fun, creative ways. If you go on Peacock now and you go to the, the Peacocktober section, um, I know there's a, uh, there's a little drama with Huluween going on. If you look at the Twitter thread, we know, we know, but <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's a great, uh, our team did a great job kind of curating that, um, Halloween section. If you scroll a little bit further down the page, you'll see, um, there's like pumpkins, uh, for some of the, the key art. Um, so the, rather than having like, you know, generic, like office key art, we'll have like a little pumpkin with the office logo in there. And like, I think there's a, uh, there's some like tombstones. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a fun way we can sort of be creative and think about different yeah, ways to promote really... like holiday content, you know? And, nice. and so, um, yeah, so it's pretty interesting. And I mean, so. you could get super, you could be like rom-com for a Saturday night. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. yeah right. That's part of it. You know, like thinking about like, oh great, we got a, an awesome <laughs> array of rom-coms. Like, why don't we have like a, you know, Layback, yeah, whatever, <laughs> relax, right. rom com rail or that's, something, you know. So that's fun. Yeah, that's it's a, it's really interesting. That's yeah. a super uh, like I, we were 
brought it up in the beginning. We'll bring it up again to tie it all together. But like, you just never think about that somebody's doing yeah. this job. <laughs> right, right. And that's you know, and that's the fascinating part about all of it is it's like, yeah, you you think about how con- how the how the content is made, but you don't. I mean, like all these things that go into the to the process of like making a streaming service, making like the. I mean, NBC Universal, like in general, like it's just, it's amazing how many functions there are. And like, you know, yeah, I mean, there's so, you know, there's a function for tagging, there's a function for editorial, there's a function for growth marketing. Like there's all these different kind of um, areas and it's just, yeah, it's fascinating to be a part of it. So I have to ask too, because I, I have noticed it at my job, but the speed that you have to work, is it very quick? Like, do you have to work very quickly? Are you sending emails all day? Or is it more like a little like, oh, I have a little time to like be creative here and there and like go to meetings a lot. What is, which one is it? <laughs> yeah, in terms of my day-to-day work, you're saying? Yes. Yeah, I think, you know, it's uh, it's a blind. I mean, yeah, again, it, it kind of varies. I think, you know, we're, we are, I mean, like any company, right? We're in a lot of meetings. You know, I, I think there's, um, you know, inherently with the work that we're doing, you do need a little bit of time to kind of like, sit and look at this information that's presented to you, whether it's data or like, you know, the, the, the array of content, you know, our content list and things like that and really think about it. Um, but again, you know, there's there's opportunities within, um, you know, our teams to sort of meet and brainstorm and think creatively about that too. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, I, I think um, I think within streaming uh, compared to maybe some other areas, it's probably a little bit busier just because I think, you know, it is a bit more ever-changing, right? Like one day we might not have, um, you know, a certain certain movie, certain universal movie, but the next that might change, right? And so we've kind of got to like quickly pivot. And then, you know, you think like, say, let's use Halloween Kills, for example. If we announce Halloween Kills is coming and, you know, uh, in September and it's going to be launching in October, mm-hmm. all of our teams kind of have to galvanize around that, right? Like you need the marketing arm, you know, strength, you need to have that kind of, um, you know, ready, ready to go and have kind of all those promos and ads kind of queued up. You need, you know, editorial to kind of be aligned on how we're going to, you know, editorialize it. Obviously, right. you know, we give it priority, but you know, it, it depends. Right. And so I think, you know, things can change in an instant. And I think that's the nature of streaming. Right. Um, because, you know, with the old linear model, um, you know, things might be kind of set it and forget it to some extent. Right. You with your fall schedule, things, you know, or kind of laid out, but I think within streaming, um, you know, it can change day to day. So it kind of depends. And that obviously influences the workload too. But right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, wow. I learned yeah. so much. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's neat. But I mean, again, I, you know, I never could have thought that this would be where I ended up, but here we are. So, you know, there's a, and the, the, the ceiling is infinite. Where you could go from here, yeah. I think. We'll see. Hey, listen. What about you guys? Let's talk about you guys. No. Enough about me. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like we could talk for days about your guys' careers, too, because it's, you know, it's interesting to see where we're all going at this point, you know, early on. Sure. I think uh, it just goes to show, you know, jobs are popping up across the board in the industry. I mean, for, yeah, again, people who are young, just trying to break in, you never know. I mean, you never know what could pop up. I mean, it's not, you don't necessarily have that traditional linear path like there could be you know editorial roles popping open and you could be doing copy one day like who knows so you know it's uh it's crazy it's changing every day so yes, it is yeah awesome well, well michael great. thank you for coming on it's yeah. been a pleasure this is awesome <laughs> this is a great interview you guys are doing awesome, awesome. I'm, I'm ready for this to be like number one on itunes i'm gonna see like the mailroom five stars <laughs> hey, like apple podcast not I- apple oh well, sorry uh, sorry apple podcast i don't think itunes exists anymore no, oh, iTunes, man. itunes was done away with that yeah. a few years okay ago. okay yeah. so now it's apple apple podcast, apple podcast. spotify we're on spotify we're everywhere yeah wait can i hear where are you guys right now where everywhere you- okay everywhere Name a podcast place we're there amazon you're on there we're on there okay you're in a deezer deezer you're on there we hadn't but we're on there (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what else are we on iHeartRadio. oh there you go we're not on sirius xm Oh, yeah. okay. I think well, that's see. a different. Probably got to work on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not yeah. on SoundCloud. We're not on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. I don't, oh, okay. We don't want to be on SoundCloud. You're, we're you're not, not quite. We're there. not an independent right. music or yeah. rap artist. Maybe if you get a rapper on here, yeah, or yeah, a musician, be the rapper. Maybe. Yeah, actually next yeah. week now. Oh yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> that's actually the Paramount Plus person. That's, that, that's <laughs> yeah. how they got their start. They. Uh... We need to bring you on with the Paramount yeah. Plus person. And right. Have a. a hey, there's an idea. Yeah, full debate. Yeah. 
that's that awesome. Be, that would be something. Yeah. No, this is um, great. You guys did such a good job. I mean, kudos hey, to you. You for did a good job. Yeah, hey, no, 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 no. This is this easy. This is awesome. No, I, and I'm happy you guys are doing this. I think it's super important. I mean, especially for people just starting out in their careers. I think a lot of times you hear from people who are like way established in this industry. It's great to have a perspective for people who are just starting out, you know, because oh, I think yeah. it's easy to see, you know, the, the end goal, but you know, it, it's good to think about kind of the path to get there. So Absolutely. kudos to you guys for putting this together. It's great. Thank you. Well, let's sign out of here. I'm Steven. I'm Tyler. I'm Mike. Go watch Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> and, and thank you all for listening. This is The Mailroom, where we interview aspiring entertainment industry professionals. Thank you to Ross, my brother, for producing. And we will see you next time. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.